This is a Healthier Michigan podcast, episode 36. Coming up, we discuss the health benefits of herbs and spices. Welcome to a Healthier Michigan podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to navigating how we can improve our health and well-being through small, healthy habits that we can start implementing right now. I'm your host, Chuck Gatica. Every other week, we'll sit down with a certified health expert from Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan and others who will help us do a dive into topics covering nutrition, fitness, and so much more. And in this episode, again, we're talking about herbs, Herb. Remember that? That's an old commercial. Probably makes me feel old. Herbs and spices, how we use them, what are the health benefits? We know we can get great flavors, but which ones do we use to get those flavors? So joining us again today, a recognizable name and face, if you're watching us online, Grace DeRocha, who's a registered dietitian, certified diabetes educator, and certified health coach at Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. It is great to see you, as always. Always good to see you. Thank you. And uh, we have to always, you know, we have to shout out to the ki- your kids. You're a mom. You're cooking. You're doing TV, <laughs> radio, soon film and stage. I don't know what's coming next. If only. <laughs> I see you in a lot of places, including all kinds of social media. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I feel very lucky and blessed to get to spread the word of health and wellness. Well, we're so glad that you're here. And joining us today as well, uh, a culinary expert, Kristen Podolinski. She is here. She was a graduate of Schoolcraft's Culinary Arts Program. She stayed there for a while, and after a while, on purpose, they kicked you out, right? I mean, they said, go, <laughs> go. Fly the coop. Right, go right. Do Get what your we wings. You to do. And what does that mean? Because they have such a fantastic program. They do. And uh, they need to make room for other people to do those things. So that's things what it too. is, really, yes. right? And it, yes. it does make you go out and into the world. It and does. And they try to employ, quote unquote, employ students mm-hmm. versus folks that have already graduated from the program. So I was allowed to stick around for a couple of years and help out a lot of chefs and students in a, many different kitchens and many different ways. So I was sad to go, but as it turns out, my life took a really positive spin and turn. Yeah, afterwards. and that's called Simple Kitchen, the right? The Simple Kitchen. And what is that? Yes. So the Simple Kitchen right now is a place where Folks can come and learn to cook and just gain confidence in the kitchen, primarily students that are between the ages. Actually, we just started pre-K classes last fall, so that's really taking off. So it's really ages between three all the way up to teenagers. Yeah, Parents love to have their kids come even before they go off to college and learn some skills to survive in the dorms (laughs) and apartments on the college campuses. And then we offer adult classes, too, as well. But I'm a former elementary education teacher, so my wheelhouse is really those, you know, pre-K through, I'd Mm -hmm. say, 8th, ninth, 10th graders. But, you know, if you can involve kids in anything that doesn't include a controller or a video game, right? I mean, that's a bonus every step of the way. And I tell all the parents they learn how to do dishes. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So life skills all around. Yeah, for sure. Well, Grace, your chefness, we've got to discuss this because, you know, some some people only are exposed to herbs and spices when they get that little wrap thing for, Mm -hmm. you know, the holidays. And it's got (laughs) spices in there from 1962. You know what I mean? You don't even know what the date is on these things sometimes, but let's dig into this just a little bit. So what is the difference between a spice and an herb? Well, herbs tend to grow in gardens and on farms, Mm -hmm. and you tend to use them 
pretty quickly, although they can be dried. Spices are more seeds and bark of different plants that can be dried and ground for future use. Yeah, I think like herbs are like leafy more, right? And then the other parts would be spices, seeds, roots, bark. Right. That's kind of like how I think of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so you mean that that when we get some of that stuff that's a spice that really is ground up bark or something Mm -hmm. else? Yeah. Cinnamon Cinnamon is a bark and it is ground. Yeah. yeah, like those. I mean, the cinnamon stick. Mm-hmm. Sure, you can kind of see yeah. where that came from. Right, absolutely. So I was joking about how we get <laughs> these things as gifts, and sometimes as parents, you know, that's what kids see, and they're just walking through a mall or something. Mm-hmm. But what is the way we should be looking at the shelf life for a spice and herb, especially the ones that are dried? Maybe not something you're trying to give a little haircut. I feel to like on Kristen your... taught me this, so I, I'm going to let her. Oh, good. She reminded me and taught me about this, and I forgot. Right. Well, so I think it's really common for people to go to the grocery store, stock up on a lot of dried herbs and spices, put them in their pantry, mm-hmm. and just think, okay, I'm good, right. until it runs out. However, there is a shelf life for all of those herbs and spices, and they lose their flavor, their potency, and they can just kind of just lose all of the things that you bought them for mm-hmm. over time. And so... I think going through your pantry, checking those dates, because there should be a date on all of your herbs and spices every six months, they can, some of them can last over that time, like one, maybe three years. But you should definitely be going through your spice cupboards continually and checking up on those. So as a novice, there is stuff that still smells good to me. Mm -hmm. If I open up an oregano, Mm -hmm. to be honest, I have no idea the date. I'm telling you, I'm learning something right now. I don't ever check a yeah. date. So, yeah. okay, now I'll put a magic marker right. note on what, you right. know, or make sure I circle yeah. what's on there, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a good idea. If it still smells like it's supposed to, it has an aroma, mm-hmm. does that indicate it's not That's a good wonky? Sign. It's good? It's a real good yeah. sign because it can lose that flavor and the, that potency. Mm-hmm. And I will probably throw one of my family members under the bus when I <laughs> go to my someone, my family member's <laughs> house, and I see a uh, spice container from a store that no longer is oh, around. Oh, wow. <laughs> Farmer Jack. A and P. A and P. I'm not Stop. joking. I'm like, okay, we go this way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, and I, for, I asked Kristen this. I guess I didn't realize there's an expiration date on that. Yeah. And like I cook. I mean, maybe that's why because I cook a lot that I don't. Right. Know. And you're going through yeah, those. I'm going through it pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah. But so after she taught me that, I literally went home and I was like, oh, my gosh, it does say yeah. expired. Da, 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 well, da. and it's tempting to go to Costco and buy the giant paprika. Right. <laughs> yeah. And paprika is one that you're not going to And like you be... only put that on your deviled eggs, right. like for a color. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Well, you know, there's another part of this. I was thinking about this getting ready for today. I think sometimes, I know I do, probably others, you see something like a dried parsley. Like mm-hmm. oregano, right? Mm-hmm. And you think because you're sprinkling it into the to the pasta sauce, well, it's like a freeze-dried thing. It's just going to come back to life sure. when the water hits yeah, it, right? That's true. Yeah. And that it, it is true. Yeah. That is yeah. absolutely true. But it does lose its potency over yeah. time. Like the flavor, the yeah. smell, right. even the health benefits. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about those because I think the coloration and, you know, what you get in a dish, paprika, chicken, or whatever, mm-hmm. that makes right. perfect sense. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about aroma, taste makes perfect sense. But what about health benefits? What are we, what should we be thinking about with all these varied spices and herbs? Well, and I'm going to defer, I <laughs> yeah. think, over to the health You two are so and- polite. This is such, 
Welcome to NPR. <laughs> Good times. No, uh, so <laughs> here's what I think people don't realize. I think they get a little bit nervous to use different herbs and spices because, one, they've either never used them before. Two, they don't know what it goes well with. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that, too, I'm sure. But a few things. One, herbs and spices, using them allows you to add flavor without extra, whether it be extra salt, extra fat, mm-hmm. extra calories, extra sugar, because oftentimes fat, sugar, salt are used for flavor, but you could get that in something so much better. Well, isn't that why somebody invented Mrs. Dash or mm-hmm. one of those products right. where you yes. can substitute that right. for salt Herbs and bring... Herbs and spices. Right. Yep. Exactly. See? Good right. job, Mrs. Dash. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I saw that. Who She's is a she? great gal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I wish I was her. And so if I'm doing this for my health and the healthful benefits, what could I really be getting out of that great pot of soup or pasta sauce or something I'm making? So many different things, depending on what you're using. Um, More vitamins and minerals, Mm. more fiber, different antioxidants, immune-boosting properties, Mm -hmm. good digestive properties for your gut health, just so much more than salt has to offer. Plus, if you are trying to avoid chronic conditions that might run in your family, like hypertension or type 2 diabetes, using these flavorful herbs and spices will allow you to decrease salt, decrease blood pressure, and live healthier. So whether you're going Krogering or whether you're going to a different kind of food market, it seems to me that there are sections now. It's got to be right near the mushrooms because that's what I've got in my brain. <laughs> but, it, you know, you can pick up fresh herbs and spices, or yes. maybe it's more herbs, right, to your point, it's whether it's in season or not. Am I getting more benefit if I can find something green that I can just cut myself and throw into the pot? Yes, but it's not like the other ones that are dried are not giving you any. Do you oh, know okay. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So oftentimes you think of when things are more fresh, fresher, I was about to say. Closer to alive. Yes. Right? Yeah. That you get a little bit more bang for your buck with it, but you still get some. I'm trying to think of it. Oh, like ginger. So ginger mm-hmm. root mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. ginger spice. You're still going to get some benefit from both of them. But ginger root is a little bit more impactful when it comes to helping with digestion and gut health and immune boosting properties. Okay. But still helpful in the spice. But form. garlic powder versus real garlic. I mean, if you had to make a choice, if you could make the choice and you have time to go buy it. Always real garlic. Always. Always. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Yeah. And everyone asks me on that note about the jarred pre-minced garlic. Yes. yes. And I just say, it's a no-no. Why? What do you mean? I just think it loses its flavor over time, and it sits in that jar. You don't know how long ago that was packaged, mm-hmm. and it can it can get some pretty funky flavors going on. And oh, interesting. So, I know. So I sometimes cheat and use that, even though I know I'm not supposed to. But I do agree with Kristen, like using fresh mm-hmm. fresh is best, garlic always. Okay, so again, in my guy brain, I think the dry <laughs> stuff in, in the cabinet is like the first or maybe third choice. The stuff in the fridge in the jar is right up the middle. And then if I had time to get the real stuff, I'd go get it. Am I wrong? Is that an okay way to assign value to this? You're saying avoid the stuff in the jar well, altogether. I think anything, just even in general, processed mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. going yeah. to go through a bunch of different steps to get to that end point. And again, shadowing the next podcast. <laughs> processed foods. So I think really, right, if you can just take that garlic clove out of your pantry and use it right away and you know how it's being prepared, that's the most And I think it's tricky though because sometimes, so I get this question with fruits too, sometimes like with fruits or the spiced ginger, 
or ground garlic. Mm-hmm. They might have taken it, like processed it, but it was like at peak. So then it's that spice might be more peak than the jar. Oh, I was, see. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was yeah. same thing with like fresh fruits versus frozen fruits versus canned fruits. Oftentimes people think fresh, canned, frozen, but really the frozen is pulled at peak and flash frozen, frozen right away. Yeah. And then it's closer to when it came from the tree or yeah. the bush. So either way, use some. <laughs> yeah, no right. matter which one you're reaching right. for. Now, I, I said I go into the cabinet, which I do. I just open up the cabinet and there are all the spices. Mm-hmm. But I do know people probably to this day still have what looks like the K-cup wheel of, you know, the spice yes, rack the, thing that spins right. on the... Is the it good? Susan. Is it okay to leave it out exposed to daylight That's and light question. in your kitchen or not? No. Okay. So on your windowsill is not a great Please place to, to, yeah, yeah. to store any kinds of things like that. Even olive oils out of the sunlight. Absolutely. In a dark, mm. moisture-free cupboard. The best you can. Yes. yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. And that means for all of them. Every yes. single yes. kind of spice, everything. Oils, yes. spices. Yeah. Yes. Do you yourself or do you know anybody that's actually going to grow herbs and cut them and, and dry them? Absolutely. Right yeah. here. Yeah. Really? Both of us. Both, yeah, both of you. Yeah. Yes. I get a little sad in the fall when my herb garden, I have two large herb gardens and it pains me when I need to, in the dead of winter, when I need to go to the yeah. grocery store and buy that basil or the mint or it's just because it's so plentiful yeah. in, in your backyard. And that, however, some of the herbs will winter over. I just leave them, mostly my oregano, my thyme. Those are pretty hardy. The rosemary, Ro- I was gonna they say can my rosemary too. they can winter over, and I use them. I'll go all tromp out in the snow. Come on, I do. Yes. I feel like even my green onion will do. Yes, sometimes. Yeah, crazy. So I just let them be. Now, however, my mint, my basil, yeah. some of the soft cilantro, herbs, but, cilantro, yeah. their dill, those are all gone. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. But. I have tried to bring them in the house, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it does. It just yeah. depends on their right. They're yeah, they're a little. They moody. are, and, <laughs> and and if you don't keep up, they can go to flower, they can go yeah. to seed, and then then they're. However, kinda... I've been I've been in people's kitchens who they've got what looks to me like a chia pet head, you know, sitting <laughs> yeah. in the window, yes. and they grab it and they get a scissors, <laughs> it's and it's great. like they're putting yeah. it right into the dish. So they are growing some of the. Yes. I don't know yes. what it was. Yes, but, absolutely, right? for sure. And my brother, I think I've mentioned this in a previous podcast. He's up north, like Cadillac mm-hmm. area. He's got uh, two little side boxes on the side of the yeah. house covered in plastic with these special yeah. little things that raise Ooh. and close. Oh, he's growing he's herbs into the winter, but what a benefit. Yeah. So he still traipses in the snow, but these little sure. mini greenhouse things That's are keeping fabulous. him supplied. It's really a cool idea. Well, and I feel like Kristen also taught me how to, I'm going to let her speak to it, but how to dry them properly. Oh, yeah. So there's a few different ways you can do that. The key is to put them in a space where they can have a lot of room to breathe and have air because it can create mold if there's any moisture mm-hmm. in there. So either I'm trying to reduce the paper in my kitchen, so trying to stay away more from paper towels mm-hmm. too much, but a clean dish towel just okay. on, on a, a cookie sheet, spread them out. You can also tie them in bunches mm-hmm. or rubber bands mm-hmm. and hang them. Yeah, that's okay. And then really the best way after you remove them from the stem, is not to crush them until you use them. So just put those leaves into a jar, seal it up airtight back in that pantry, mm-hmm. and it's really easy. Yeah, I did that with basil last yeah. year. It worked. It's great. There's so many yeah. great ways to preserve 
the herbs. Because I think the key with that is that making sure you let it dry fully. Yes. Because mm. I have made the mistake of pulling too soon and then putting in the airtight and there's still a little moisture mm-hmm. and then it was moldy. Oh, yeah. So yeah. what would that be? How many, Days? Just a couple days? It, it, depending on the herb because mm-hmm. some of those soft herbs like cilantro and parsley Holds a lot and of water. dill, yeah, they're very, very water-filled. And so it could be up to a week. Yeah. So as long as it's a dry towel mm-hmm. or whatever, it, it's not going to mold right there on right. the counter. Right. Yeah. Just make sure they're not clumped together yeah. too much, yeah. spread apart. I had someone once give me a whole big branch of bay leaves, and I was like, like never jackpot. (laughs) So I dried them, and I'm still using them to this day. It was very exciting to me (laughs) (laughs) in my world. Well, we know what to get you for the holidays. (laughs) Here's a branch. Thank you. All right, let's talk about a few specifics, and then you know, I'll shoot you some names, and you tell me what they're good for and what they will help us feel good about, you know, how they'll be helpful. What about rosemary? What does that do for us? Because we hear about that in a lot of recipes. Yeah, so rosemary is great. It can, there is some research that has shown it can help strengthen memory, promote hair growth. All right, so rosemary. I'm going to go home and start putting it on my head to make sure that the hair is... <laughs> I think is, you're good. Huh? You're great. I think is you're it all good. right? Yeah, you can't yeah. see the Velcro? We're good. Okay. <laughs> what is your favorite, like, rosemary dish? I'm going, I, ba- I'm going back. I'm a big right. marinating person. I love to walk out to my garden, see what I yeah. have plentiful amounts of, what I need to trim back a little bit. I just get a glass dish. I Maybe I'm doing chicken. Maybe I'm doing a flank steak. Maybe I want to make a salad dressing. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'll do mm-hmm. the rosemary, garlic, some lime juice, whatever kind of acid, lemon juice, lime juice. Is it a marinade or is this a crust you're talking about? What I usually do a marinade. Okay. And then I might do like a dry rub before I put it on the grill. Mm-hmm. Or it's just so flavorful. Mm-hmm. It just it really, and you want to just kind of break up those herbs or bruise them a little bit when you put them in any kind of a marinade so that it releases those oils mm-hmm. and flavors. And just stick it back in your fridge and a few hours later, you've got a really flavorful meal. It's right in your backyard. Do you have a favorite rosemary dish? I love making rosemary potatoes. Yes. It's like one of my favorite. The whole family likes them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's super easy. And just that flavor from the rosemary. Oh, you guys are making me hungry. Are they redskins? Is that what you mean? Like Yeah, what? or different colors. Like okay, yeah. Like right. purples. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yellow, whatever. Whatever sure. I have. Yeah. But so good. Yeah. It pairs so really well mm-hmm. with potatoes. Yeah. Or like I've made rosemary scones before. Oh, I've ra- made rosemary shortbread. Oh, yes. Yeah. So that so would good. be similar. Similar, yeah. yeah. But that, so is that going to have a sweetness to it or not? You can get into the sweet and savory, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You can mix yeah. it up a little Playing bit. Playing with that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. All right, let's talk about mint because, you know, we can talk about mint tea, mint juleps. I mean, there are things that a lot of people would think mint of. Julep. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, Kentucky Derby time. It's yeah. it's a stalwart, right? <laughs> but what yes. else? What else does mint do for us? So health-wise, it can help improve IBS symptoms. So good for gut health because there's that those soothing and cooling right. properties. And then obviously like nasal passages or sinuses can help kind of clear that mm-hmm. up if you're using it in food or... Drinks mm-hmm. or teas. Mm-hmm. And I think in the summertime, just using that without even cooking it, just fresh on a oh, little yeah. caprese. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Recently, mm-hmm. I've done like a peach caprese. So it's like that mozzarella, oh, the wow. peach, and then a little oil, and then that fresh mint. Or and like I need to bruise the mint, as you've now taught me. I need to, right? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, to release yes, that flavor from that you leaf. Supposed, you you're do. supposed to smack, smack it. it. 
Yes. Really? It's true. Yes, it's that true. is true. So yeah. like even if you're making like, oh, sorry, I'm going into alcohol, but mojitos mm-hmm. or mint juleps or mm-hmm. I use mint often in fruit salad. That's like the okay. my kids. It's a joke with them. Mm-hmm. Mom's putting gum in our, and like it's not gum, but they love it. And they know like they get to come and slack. Yeah. Wow. Clap. What yeah. did the mint ever do to you? I mean, <laughs> it's a love tap. I it is. Okay. Yeah. And if you're doing it in any kind of beverage, you can use that muddler. Yes. Uh-huh. It's really fun. Yeah. To yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of old yeah. school. You know, what's so fun is hearing both of you, especially with your entrepreneurial side now with your business and it's taking off and with your kids at home, you are involving kids. We've done this my whole mm-hmm. life. Yes. I mean, I grew up being the kid who licks the bowl. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So I was in the kitchen all the time, before, yeah. during, and especially after, right? <laughs> right? Good so, for you. But That's it's good. Great. It yeah, really it's is great. Good. And it's second nature to them yeah. now. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing well, and how... Well, I feel like your daughter definitely, obviously, is in the kitchen. I see, I see she... the Instagram stories. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, the chef who's family has no interest in being yeah, I think they yeah. just know I'm going to do well, it. Well, right? but you know, that's not exclusive to chefs either. Sure. I mean, if you're a car mechanic, probably right. the kids are now right. changing the oil, right? right? That's yeah. true. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about cinnamon. It seems so pleasantly benign. Like, oh, it's just cinnamon. It's mm-hmm. great on toast and it's great in my I love cinnamon. cereal or something. The, the thing that I love about cinnamon is that it adds sweet flavor without actually like adding sugar or sugar mm-hmm. calories. Mm. And there is some research to show, this is a big one when we're talking about people that have diabetes, that cinnamon can help kind of control those blood sugars, kind of slows down. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Slows down like the potential spike of added sugar mm-hmm. in dishes. And it is one of the highest antioxidant concentrations of any spice out there. So all good things. Yeah. Have I seen capsules? Is that just my imagination that somebody's actually packaged <laughs> cinnamon where... I just rolled my eyes. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you yeah. see this all the time. People here, it becomes a bandwagon issue and right. people jump on it. Right. But I'm pretty sure I've seen, you know, take sure all of have. this and it's you great have, for it. For okay. Because sure. cinnamon got popular with some of the things I said. It also helps inflammation. Right. But please use cinnamon. Don't You don't have to take the caps. In your dishes. You don't yeah. need to... Mm-hmm. Cook with it. Yeah. Add it in your coffee. Add it in mm-hmm. your tea. Add it on your oatmeal. Add it on your cereal. There's like... Put it, a My daughter just dumps it on her applesauce. And she doesn't get sick very often. I mean, I really think it has... <laughs> helps. Helps her. For yeah, sure. For sure. I put cinnamon in peanut butter. And then oh, I dip my apples in it. It's like one of my yeah. favorite, favorite... You know, I've never done that. It is like my favorite idea. Wow. Life. That is a great Crunchy idea. peanut butter. Smooth peanut butter. I don't care what kind of... I put cinnamon in it. Or even when I'm making coffee, I put cinnamon grounds mm-hmm. before I brew, and it adds lots of flavor. Mm-hmm. Then I don't need like the extra sugar or cream. Yeah, right. Yeah, good tips. Now ginger, we know forever. If you're listening outside of Michigan, you will think of ginger ale in Detroit. In Michigan, <laughs> we think of Verner's right? by yes. a brand name. Right. Yes. You get a little upset stomach for whatever reason. People here forever have said, "Go get some Verner's. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. The real kind, the diet kind." But let's talk about ginger. Real ginger. Is it really a go-to when your stomach is upset? Yes. AIDS and nausea. Yeah. One gram of ginger can treat most nausea. That's medicinal. Now, what would a gram be? Like you, you're talking about shaving off the root? That kind of a gram of whatever you've gotten off of there? Yeah. So I think it would be about like thumbnail. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, not a big amount, but certainly not just a dash. Yeah. You're probably not going to want to like. I mean, I did chew on it. My mom is like, here. Mm-hmm. Oh. Lola's it can be a little Asian secret. Yeah. A little strong yeah, yeah. on the palate. But some people will get like crystallized ginger yes. for nausea, yes. which would help. Mm-hmm. They have drops, I think. A friend of mine had some like, mm-hmm. lozenges. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, everything you said um, helps with gut health, 
helps with digestive issues, anti-inflammatory, immune boosting. Mm-hmm. Ginger is a So friend. there's a notion, too, of uh, maybe motion sickness and that kind of thing. So it's yeah. not just in your gut. It could well be something that you're a little mm-hmm. off. Maybe the kids are traveling in the mm-hmm. car. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know? My mom gets seasick, and she always would have ginger to help. Oh, wow. Or like people with vertigo. Yeah. Yeah, so would it, per, I don't, I'm thinking like, is it going to prevent the seasickness or it's just going to make you feel better? It's going to make you feel yeah. better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's probably still going to happen if you get right. that, but right. it's going to help you feel right. better pretty quickly. Yeah. So what's another one we could talk about? Oregano, obviously it's a go-to for a lot of different dishes. What would be some of the upside benefits to that? Um, so it has vitamins K and E. Those are fat-soluble vitamins. It's high in antioxidants. It even has, actually, I think it has calcium and iron, mm. Wow, is great. Yeah. I love oregano. I do, too. <laughs> it would seem to me that if you go all in on everything you are talking about in today's episode, if it's a regular use thing, because how much oregano really is there? I know you right. put a lot in a big, giant right. stew pot. Yeah. But right. How are you ex- much are you ingesting? Yeah, but yeah. if you're really making this a practice mm-hmm. in your cooking mm-hmm. and your life of mm-hmm. your family, mm-hmm. I would think over time you will see these benefits because one little dash in the applesauce right. one time may right. not help you. Right. right, but if it's a daily practice, yeah. and yeah. and it helps to have those things on your countertop and have them stored in your fridge and your freezer and, and accessible. Right. So mm-hmm. it's easy to use. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. All right. So then this one I know I've seen in capsules being sold now. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you say turmeric? Turmeric. I've heard both. Turmeric. Turmeric. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So uh, tell us why it's so good because you see this pop up and I'm not looking for it on social media or any searches, you know, but I'm seeing it pop up all the time. Once a month, I'll see it mentioned mm-hmm. for some reason. Yeah. I mean, the main thing is that turmeric has curcumin, which is very big in helping with inflammation in the body. Okay. But I have to, anyone listening, if you're going to have turmeric, you have to have it at the same time as black pepper. If you don't have black pepper with it, you will not absorb the curcumin, which is what you want for those properties. So I, I, it's funny because one of my girlfriends, she's a dancer and she was taking turmeric and I looked at her supplement and there was no black pepper in it as well. And some of them have it together yes. right away. Either if you're going to take this, take it at a meal where you're having black pepper so you can open up those cells to absorb the curcumin so you mm-hmm. can get that and like that really helps with inflammation in the hmm. body, which can help with so many things, whether it just be like physical inflammation, like if someone has arthritis or mm-hmm. gout or is, mm-hmm. you know, exercising and needs to reduce, but also just like organ inflammation for better health. So we were talking about ethnic foods. Is there, are there certain kinds of food where you would see uh, turmeric, am I saying it right? Because I've just heard it like a few I, different ways myself. I know. I feel like I say it wrong. How do you say Kristen, it again, Kristen? Turmeric? Turmeric. Yeah. Tur- and I turmeric. Say, I say turmeric. Like, yeah. I think it's like losser or lasher. We kind of, we know right, what we're right. talking about when <laughs> we go the there. Michigan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because the R is before the M, so yeah. turmeric, turmeric makes sense. But I'm like, You oh, have to get turmeric. used to it. Yeah. Turmeric. So is there a certain dish that we would typically want to put this in that makes sense? Oh, that's a really good question. Do you I know feel of like one? often like you'll see it in like Indian mm. food. Okay. Yeah. Um, because it's mixed with curries, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So definitely that. I have oh, this is actually a sweet dish, which you usually don't say. I I make like a green tea oatmeal. So instead of water or milk, I make green tea and I Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then I put turmeric. <laughs> But is that, not, is that savory the, or you so add that something? That one's sweet. Yeah. So oh, okay. there's honey. Okay. But then I also, there was this chickpea stew. 
Oh, right. That was like in the New York Times yeah. that I literally make all the time. Yeah, I've made a vegan dish like that. Mm-hmm. It's a stew, mm-hmm. chickpea. Yeah. And, and I feel like more than anything, there's there's a flavor, mm-hmm. but it adds a like color. a really pretty color. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does do that. And it you know, that it, to back to the health benefits, did you, there are all kinds of studies that come out. We've talked about that mm-hmm. in previous episodes. You know, from one episode of our podcast to the next, the study may change. But there are some that have pointed out that anti-inflammatory for turmeric and also it's actually been shown to kill cancerous cells. Yes. It, that blows your mind. The amount of antioxidants that fight the free radicals, which are like yeah. cancer-causing or, or even aging cells, is huge. And I think you brought up earlier how you've seen this everywhere. One of the things that I want, I always like want people to be cautioned of is I call it greenwashing. Like you will see something that says... This energy bar has mm-hmm. turmeric, and then they try it, and it doesn't taste so good because those two things probably don't really usually go right. together. <laughs> right. So instead of like taking that information and maybe using it in a real dish where you where it might taste good, instead of then maybe hating it because you're like, oh, I heard it's so good for you, and then they try something and it's greenwashed with that label, like this is turmeric. Well, can I, I want to admit something to you. You know, you can find all kinds of these examples uh, on social media, but the old fashioned spit take what comedians used to do, you know, chug (laughs) some water. You tell me something important. (laughs) Okay. Someone gives me that little tiny narrow bag and it says turmeric and black pepper add to your coffee. So I get my coffee made and I put it in there and I sip this stuff. And I've already admitted to you in this episode, I'll try nearly anything. Including chia pet pudding, <laughs> and I turn my head with this stuff. Those those two things That's don't belong in coffee. I'm just yeah. saying they don't. That is exactly right. what I'm talking about. Right. Yeah. Like you, it's don't... a forced application. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like my adding cinnamon is great. Sure. <laughs> Please don't put. Oh, it black was not good. Oh, I have a funny it. story about that. What? My no. sister-in-law. <laughs> we were at her house. She's going to add cinnamon to the coffee. Mm-hmm. Cumin. No, oh, no. Yeah. no. So we still laugh about it to this day. And she, she made would, a Mexican she would laugh. Yeah, it was really <laughs> fiesta. Wow. Yeah. So let's go back and let's just retrace our steps about putting these different spices and herbs into some food dishes because we are getting the benefits of, and you've talked about a big one, reducing sodium in your diet. Yes. I mean, you know, I'm trying, I'm, I'm on my Lose It app every day, and I'm mm-hmm. trying to stay to 1,500 milligrams of sodium. Not as tough as you think once you get into it. It's not easy, but it's not so For tough. For you. Really. But honestly, like the the average American is consuming about 35 to 3,600 milligrams of sodium a day. So over double what you're having. And wow. the recommendation for general good health is 2,300 milligrams a day of table salt, which is a teaspoon. And see, that's when you say table salt, you're talking about the stuff you may know. I'm tracking, literally, if I see right, a can right. of something, I'm exactly. going to put in what is in there because that's where it's being put in. You don't even know it. Yes. You just think the green beans taste good when you right. take them out mm-hmm. of a can, right? Yeah, right. exactly. And so the preservatives if anyone is, hidden. you know, has high blood pressure or is at risk for it or has a family history, 1,500 milligrams is a better place to kind of sit mm-hmm. and be. But that's less than... That's less than a teaspoon of salt a day. But a see, day. I, I'm spicing it up with other stuff. I mean, I didn't just mention Mrs. Dash because she's my grandma. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, I, I actually use stuff like this, and I you you two are experts. I'm just using it because I know it does add a little something-something mm-hmm. right. to the food, right. and I'm not missing the salt when I'm cooking. Sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I found, like I was mentioning earlier, the addition of acids 
to yes. some of your dishes. So lemon juice, lime juice, vinegars, those can mm-hmm. really boost the flavor and you don't miss that salt as much. I feel it's In soups so important. And yeah. all different applications. Yeah. Actually, you'll be so proud. My Clay is seven and I was cooking and she's like, did you put any acid in that? Oh, good girl. Oh, is that good? Yeah. I know. Good. She's like, because I remember you bought lemons and limes. Nice. And I usually put some in there. And I was like, you're awesome. All right. Do you ever, <laughs> either one of you, make your own olive oils? Are you ever putting oh, rosemary in sure. so you're infusing your own? Because you see these places that garlic. popped up at the Absolutely. mall. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally did that last year with a lot of my herbs at the end of the season. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Yeah, don't go don't go to the stores. You can absolutely do it yourself. It's literally like putting it in yes. the bottle. The yeah. yeah, and the garlic. garlic great right. idea. Oh, so good. And yeah. we also know we're driving over to your house to pick bay leaves out of the garage <laughs> now because there must be a bushel <laughs> basket from the way you made it sound, so we'll be able I'm to yeah. her house Anytime to eat, you need bay you leaves, call me. <laughs> I'm driving over to eat. All right, so what if you mentioned green tea? What if I want to have a healthful tea? Maybe, I mean, we're still not, you know, out of kind of warm weather, but when we get into the, you know, into winter weather, we fall, we want some tea to keep us warm, but also the healthful benefits get a little sniffly. Yeah. What can we put in our tea that's real that will help us? Mint. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Um, rosemary, maybe? Yeah. Maybe. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I honestly, I think you can take anything that appeals to you Yes. And apply it. And don't be afraid to try those new things that you've never tried before or even combining herbs mm-hmm. together. Yeah. I do mint ginger. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, that's a great idea. So good. The ginger. And are you and ever afraid of combining? No, I'm I'm not. I'm I'm a real risk taker in my <laughs> herb garden. Well, Grace mentioned pairing, and I, I know you yes. weren't just talking about like which white wine goes with right. whatever, right? Sure. But but you'd have to sure. be careful in my mind anyway. I guess that's just the way I'm thinking. If you start experimenting, mm-hmm. some tastes may not go Absolutely. with other tastes. Absolutely, you're right. You're right. And so you just want to start experimenting yeah. yourself. And like I said, don't be afraid to try something new and to try it in a different way. Mm. Yeah. And I think. If you want to talk about pairing some things, I love to just go, like I said, just go in the garden and see what's plentiful, Mm -hmm. bring it in the house, and then kind of go from there Mm -hmm. and mix and match. And then also some things like that I've been doing, uh, we talked about the mint with the caprese salad, so like a spin on the traditional caprese salad. Mm -hmm. I do a peach and a mozzarella and that mint. You could do basil. You could do both of them. Burrata instead oh, of mozzarella. Oh, there's yeah. So good. So it's it's really just about taking it into your kitchen and just jumping in and not yeah. being afraid. Right. Yeah. And I think maybe if you are newer to cooking, maybe you try one thing first and see if like, do I like rosemary? Let's put right. it in right. this yeah. soup today. Right. Um, and play with it there. And mm-hmm. then, oh, I like this. Or, well, and then yeah. there's the varied amounts, right? I mean, you sure. don't have to go gung-ho and go, sure. you know, take the whole thing of bay leaves and exactly. put them all in at the same exactly. time in your pea soup, you know. Well, right. And I feel like this is a question I had in the past. And again, Kristen has enlightened me. So I'm going to let you explain it. But like oftentimes people ask, when should I put my mm, herbs and spices in while I'm cooking? So I think absolutely you want to be building those layers of flavor as you're cooking, Mm -hmm. especially if you're doing things like soups and braises and things that take a long time to cook. And Mm -hmm. maybe you're doing this low and slow. So I think introducing them right away and then also finishing it off with some of those fresh herbs 
when you serve the dish. Mm-hmm. So then reintroducing that flavor. It's funny you say that because in our household, my wife will still defer to low and slow, meaning a slow cooker mm-hmm. for a okay. pea soup or something, sure. right? And we, sure. still, and, and we do use bay mm-hmm. leaves, right? Mm-hmm. But toward the end, even if I'm using the Instant Pot, we're putting in the fresher mm-hmm. stuff toward mm-hmm. the end. Mm-hmm. So that would be the proper order. Mm-hmm. So I can go home and tell her I, I got a star today <laughs> you did. during the podcast. Yeah, yeah that little bam, that right. finish at the end. Right? <laughs> right, but that is that is the right order. Then. Absolutely. Yeah. And if I'm doing like a stew and mm-hmm. I'm braising it in the oven for a couple of hours, I literally will just take that sprig of rosemary and drop it in. Oh. And as that cooks over time, those leaves are just going to drop off. And then I just remove the stem before yeah. we serve it. So you don't have to make it complicated either, yeah. you know? And yeah. take off all the little leaves and, right. you know. Mm-hmm. It's the worst part. Right. <laughs> I think people get intimidated yeah, by that. Sure. And it, it's not that I know, I technical. used to, for sure. Sure. Well, for some of us, I'll just speak for me, you know, putting a, a twig in my meal right. doesn't really seem like right. the right thing. But then right. once you do it, you're yeah. like, hey, right. that works. Yeah. yeah. Right. Kind of k- kicked it up the few Right. And if you're you making like a stock or a soup, you can also wrap those in cheesecloth. And tie it oh, okay. with some twine, some yeah. um, baker's twine. And then that's just infusing mm-hmm. while you're cooking. And you just remove that at the end and you don't have to worry and about fishing it out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It doesn't seem so like you're throwing this stick in there. <laughs> right. What <am> I doing? <laughs> right. All right. So we've talked about, as we wrap up, we've talked about this idea of coordinating flavors and things. I, I want to come back to this other takeaway tip because, again, I think. For me, anyway, a huge aha factor in today's episode was this idea of expiration time. Sure. Go over that one more time for everybody. What should we be thinking about for herbs and spices? So go in your pantry. I suggest taking everything out, kind of doing that closet clean. (laughs) Take everything out, look it over, inspect it, look for those expiration dates. Sometimes they may not have one on there. Mm -hmm. But... I think if it's if you feel like it's been in there for more than three to six months, it might be time to yeah. dry your own herbs yes, and restock for the winter, and you'll be all set. But couldn't you just mark the bottle yourself if there's Absolutely. no date? So you know when mm-hmm. you picked it up from A&P. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a great... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. That right? was good. That was good. Huh? Yeah. Uh, I, excellent idea. Okay. Excellent right. idea. Anything to add to that so we... Because if we were to come check your kitchen, would we find turmeric before they put an R in it? I mean, do you have anything that goes back so far, Grace, that we have to be worried? I don't think so. I no. do remember when we got married, there was a point where, I don't hate sage, but I think you can mm-hmm. use too much really easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, there, the sage looked fuzzy, and I was like, yeah. this has to go. <laughs> this is not normal. <laughs> we need to get some fresh sage. Well, thank you both for everything today. Grace DeRosha and Kristen Podolinski, thank you. Thank you. It was so good thank having you. you here and learning so much because now I'm inspired. I'm going to go home. My wife is going to think I am just the coolest today. <laughs> I'm going to come home with all these new answers. Ooh, tell you guys should make salad dressing too. I think that's a big one with herbs yes. and spices. Well, that's like an infusion though, that's right? That's one of my top ones. Yeah. Because I feel like, don't you feel like you go to a restaurant and you have a salad there? I'm like, this tastes so good. And then oh, you go yeah. home and you have the bottle dressing. You're like, this does not taste no. good. If you make your own salad dressing you will you will love that you listened to this and that mm-hmm. you went and did that we just had a fresh made it was at a restaurant to be fair a fresh made garlic parmesan i know that it was oil based it's yeah, a, yeah vinaigrette yeah. but it had oil but it was awesome yeah. Yeah, but you could tell they used everything mm-hmm. fresh it was just so, an amazing yeah, that is one of those game changers i'm yeah. telling you i yes, you will I never see a bottled salad dressing in my house no it's too easy to do yourself
It's literally so easy. It is. Like, we're coming over to your house. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, all coming you over. You let us know when. <laughs> we're bringing our families. <laughs> Thank Anytime. you, Kristen. Thank you, Grace. Thank you. Good to have you with us, and we're glad you tuned in today as well. Thanks for listening to a Healthier Michigan podcast. It's brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. If you like this show, by the by, you want to know more, check us out at a healthiermichigan.org slash podcast. You can leave a review or a rating on iTunes and Stitcher. You can get new episodes on uh, your smartphone or your tablet. And don't forget, we've got a lot of great previous episodes that you can get caught up on all kinds of cool stuff. Be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your favorite podcast app. I'm Chuck Gatica. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you next time.